life was like a box of chocolates. There is no place like... You talking to me? All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Nobody puts baby in a I could have been a contender. He's looking at you, kid. Here's Johnny. A very particular set of skills. Your milkshake. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll be back. I am the father. I'm Spartacus. Shell off to my little friend. Why so serious? You shall not Welcome to Real Features Podcast. I am your host, Paul Cookson. And as always, I am joined by my my amazing co-host. I was trying to think of something creative. Oh, yes. I, I've got a bit late. Amazing. Nice amazing. <laughs> amazing. The most overused word <laughs> of the fucking last 10 years. <laughs> it's very good of you. Hello, you, Sam. <laughs> I'm good, Paul Cookson. Thank That's you good. for having me. Yes, yeah, well, I mean, you're the co-host. So. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm always here. I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, yeah. No, it's good. Uh, we've actually done the interview before yes. this portion of the podcast, which is a different way of doing it, but that was good. It was, it was a good, good interview. Yeah, yeah. We had a great chat with, uh, in this uh, coming up on this episode, we had a great chat with uh, Will Prescott, who um has done a number of uh you know shows and and movies and he's actually over in hollywood at the moment um so that's uh pretty big by him but yeah he joined us um to tackle a listener question which was a really uh fun one related to uncharted the the film if you've seen that one um and also uh the nostalgia movie he picked was ghostbusters which uh oh, classic uh 80s yeah. classic the og yeah um yeah and we've got as always a lot of movie news um latest stuff on uh, the new alien film uh, of course they're always making more alien films um mm-hmm. robert downey jr's new deal with amazon and what he'll be making mm-hmm. um the latest on several the batman spin-off series i haven't seen the batman yet but it's getting a lot of praise no. and a couple of spin-off series coming of course uh disney plus's new big uh new streaming changes they've announced which is uh a big one as well um and also as always we give you the snapshot of what to watch this month in streaming um so yeah let's get into it uh actually yeah i'll start by Mm. anything you've been watching sam what have you been what's the nothing i got rid of my tv (laughs) i don't watch it which is kind of (laughs) weird that we do it no not really well dude we watched something together in yes. the, I guess, oh. the magnificent, it's full of culture. Yes. It's um, stylish. It's classy. It was Jackass <laughs> Forever. We saw that yes. together in the movies. Yes, we have. Yes. And what did your, what do you think of it? Uh, well, if you like, if you like Jackass, you'll like this. It's kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they can only reinvent that so many times. I did notice they increased the amount of dick jokes in it. There yes. was like the whole movie was based around dicks essentially it was there was a lot yeah you're right was a lot to, i think when you're older to just rely on the dick jokes over the you know getting hit in the hitting the dick as much well there's actually no, <laughs> that, yeah, there's a lot of hitting it. the dick it was just yeah a lot yeah. of dick references it was, it was what you would expect yeah. but it was dude it was still funny and um and at the same time reminded you of your own mortality seeing johnny <laughs> knoxville with white hair and stuff you know you're like jesus christ <laughs> Uh, some scenes he had white what? hair, and then other scenes it was jet black. Yeah. That was pretty hilarious. You can tell like, yeah. they've just been filming over a bunch of years. But um, <laughs> what did uh, what have you been watching, man? Anything other than yeah, Jackass uh, Forever? probably the one that yeah, recent uh, Raised by Wolves, a new season that's ah, uh, yes. pretty good. Yep. Good yep. Uh, taking off. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, a few other bits and pieces, but um, yeah, no, that's probably the one. I've been sticking with actually yeah. Pam and Tommy too. Yeah, that's really good too. I haven't watched the latest yeah. episode, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's a yeah, good one. it's Definitely it's solid. It is. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Pretty yeah, good. Definitely. Nice one. Hmm. Yeah, awesome, cool. man. Well, should we should we tuck into it some uh, movie and yes. TV news headlines? Yeah. So the um, Amazon Prime, they're just generating so much stuff at the moment. <laughs> they've got a lot of money, so they're producing a lot. But the latest one, uh, it's another video game one. So this is a Sony PlayStation uh, ga- God of War. And this was one of the biggest mm-hmm. video games of like, the last 10 years, rated as one of the best films, uh, best, best games, that sort of stuff. We're getting a lot of these at the moment. You think Uncharted, Halo is getting their own TV series this month. Last of Us has got a TV series coming. Twisted Metal is a bunch of them coming. So it's, um, I think we moved on from like, you know, we've done the comic books, the sequels, and now it's the video game adaptation. So, um, so yeah, this one, uh, if you don't know, it's sort of, it's like a based on like the Greek mythology, uh, I think sort of like these gods who run around and, you know, throw hammers and beat shit up. And I think um, the last game that was really popular was around Norse, Norse mythology. So, um, but apparently uh, the Expanse creator, so the, that TV series, um, the executive producer is involved in that. And uh, the Wheel of Time showrunner as well is involved. So, some big uh, sort of, yeah, sort of show experienced people working on it. So, that's coming. Yeah. It's pretty crazy they're making series and films off games now. Is it like. Yeah. I will say <laughs> video games have come a long way, like with the storyline oh, production. Yeah. This one's gonna be interesting because it's not, yeah, it's almost like a yeah, I don't know. It's not it's not like you can just it's gonna need a lot of CGI to do this one, I think. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how it, how it pays off. But anyway. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh in other news though, Cookson, there is a new alien film um coming to Hulu with Ridley Scott producing, who's yeah. obviously producing um Raised by Wolves also, which is cool. Yeah. Um but Fede Alvarez, who worked on Don't Breathe and Evil Dead, um, the remake, will write oh, and direct. Um, yeah, details are vague, but apparently it will be unconnected from previous films. Um, the idea was apparently pitched by Alvarez to Ridley several years ago in a casual conversation and Ridley called him last year to see if he still was interested in making it, which is a pretty cool yeah. thing. You, know, you mention something to someone in an elevator and then they're like, all right, actually, That's let's, right. let's green light this thing. Ridley, yeah, called him yeah, up. Yeah, went for it. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. Anything alien, you know, that's gonna people are gonna watch it at least and check it's it easy. out. So apparently as well, yeah. like, I think they like Hulu's got some deal with I can't remember who the production company is, but they're trying to generate like twenty or ten films a year. So this was an easy sell for them to try because you know HBO and and Paramount they're they've all these streaming companies are making these deals where mm. they're getting these big films coming through. So I think yep. yeah, that was one of those deals where they're just like, all right. Easy money maker. <laughs> let's do the aliens. Yeah, let's interesting. Get... Ridley Scott's there, and um, yeah, he's a great director. De- Don't breathe. It was great, and Evil Dead remake was pretty cool too. So yeah, 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 yeah. Old Ridley. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, Old Ridley though seems to be producing a bit. He is, like... yeah. yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. Nice. Mm. To point no. a bit out at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry to cut you off, Paul. Go no, on. No, no, please. Um, but uh, we mentioned at the, at the start, but Disney Plus, I mean, again, the streaming battle is high at the moment. Interesting one by them. So they've announced that they're going to do an ad-supported subscription plan. So obviously, it's going to be a cheaper, more affordable one, but you're going to get the ads loaded in. So it's, uh, I don't think Disney was that 
uh, you know, um, expensive for the membership, but I guess, I don't know how much this one is going to be, but I guess if you couldn't afford the $10 a month or whatever it is, or I don't know, I don't know how it is, but yeah, it is yep. a cheaper one. That's not why you don't uh, subscribe to Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you just out okay. of touch. You like asking Bill Gates how much this milk cost. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, $19. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Smart ass. Uh, Moving along. Uh, so, yes, the, <laughs> the uh, US are getting it first. Then they're going to go international. So, Australia should get it. I think they're looking at 2023. Um, but the other thing that they announced as well is a premium streamers, which I'm sure you are, Sam Lavery. Uh, yeah, is, <laughs> um, they're going to give you more parental controls because you know what? A lot of the Disney content are obviously aimed at, um, you know, people, uh, you know, obviously kids a bit more and stuff like that. Dude, Pam and Tommy's Disney. Like, that's, what the hell? Yeah, well, that's, that's true as well. <laughs> Talking of dicks, there's a lot of that and that. But um, yeah. yeah, so I think they're going to try and set that up so that, that way they can do a bit more um, content that's a bit more daring. So I think um, uh, they've actually pulled back or grabbed back from Netflix, Daredevil, the Jessica Jones, all those Marvel ones, Punisher and Defender, mm. which were a bit more, they weren't super PG, so they brought those across. So kind of lining it up yeah. with that, that way they can have that content and kind of allow um, you to lock it down if the kids are uh, logged on. But um, yeah, bold move by Disney. They're looking to pretty much dominate the market like they already are essentially um, and amass mm-hmm. 230 to 260 million subscribers by two, yep. 2024. What do you think it's of a that? Cheeky there, quarter of a cheeky <laughs> quarter of a billion people. It's insane. Is it's ridiculous. A Netflix, they'd still be number one though, wouldn't they? Just because they got so. the jump on yeah. so many people. Like, they're losing they a lot of content though because like with the, the battle like really heating up that, uh, you know, mm. a lot of their content disappears each month. But um, they're obviously yeah. now all, they're all stepping up to try and produce more as well. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's heating up, that's for sure. Yeah, It is crazy, man. Like, and it's just we're all just as people we all just want this choice like we love just having choice even though there's you don't have enough time to watch all this shit but people just subscribe to like most people are subscribed to multiple streaming services that's it like so it's it's really nuts man yeah it's a a crazy market really um but anyway variety is reporting that an i am legend sequel is in the works so will smith will return and michael b jordan co-starring with both both also producing the post-apocalyptic thriller. Yeah. I Am Legend, it was all right. Does it need a sequel? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Did you like I Am Legend? Uh, it was it was like when, you know, the zombie stuff was sort of like heating up and it was like early on. Um, yeah. CGI was pretty horrible. Like the, the, the yeah. zombies looked pretty shit. I think that everyone loved the dog the most, but uh, yeah. yeah, obviously the the ending of the dog, I uh, doubt he's going to come back for season two or the next uh, one. But um, Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was okay. Um I don't know. Who knows? It. I mean, it is Goodwill's back and uh, Michael B. Jordan's yeah. good. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Knows. Pump See some life goes. into it. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yes. Um, mentioned as well, the Batman is certainly getting some crazy reviews at the moment. Mm. People saying it is the best Batman and all that sort of stuff. So, I haven't... Yeah. I mean, it looks wow. good. Three-hour banger. But, um, yeah, definitely keen to see it. But um, I like a lot of these comic book ones now. We're getting a lot of the spin-off series as well. So, Colin Farrell's Penguin is coming out i think that one had been announced before as well um Hmm. and now they were originally going to do a gotham pd one but uh apparently to um the director matt reeves it's now turning into more of an arkham series that's a bit more of a horror or haunted our house type thing i don't know if it means like 
Arkham, like the that like I mean Arkham's usually the prison, so I don't know if it's going to be yeah that yeah. or if it's sort of like Arkham the area. I don't know, but I mean if it's a prison, mm. that'll be pretty cool because all the villains and stuff are there. But yeah, I don't know. Should be interesting, but yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Batman either, but it does seem to be um, dominating. And Colin Farrell, man, in that looks amazing. He is. He's actually a really good actor, um, Colin. He he's he's done, done some he's done some really good stuff. An interesting fact, Al Pacino, when he worked with him uh, like 10, 15 years ago, oh, he actually said he was the most the talented actor. or something, wasn't it? Yeah. He said he was the most talented yeah. actor he's ever worked with, which is a huge call <laughs> coming from one of the greatest actors of all time. So... There and that was go. a long time ago too. I, I remember you yeah. saying that. That's yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, but he I think especially as his career's gone on, he's made more and more interesting choices. Yeah. Um he's no he's longer the done... pretty boy, he's actually yeah. yeah. Yeah, he kind of obviously made some money early on doing some big, big movies, you know, SWAT and things like that. And then yeah. he's made some pretty cool choices. And yeah, yeah. Dude, he's awesome. He is um, lobster, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> In Bruges. Great film. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just some other quick headlines. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is uh, re-teaming with Iron Man director Shane Black to star in a number of movie TV adaptations of the popular Parker crime fiction novels. Uh, it will be developed in partnership with Amazon, again, of studios, course. and uh, described as a professional thief with a brutal and mercenary work ethic. Um, and then we've also got rapper Jack ha- Harlow, is going to make his acting debut. I know you're waiting for this, <laughs> as he is set to star in 20th Century's upcoming reboot of White Men Can't Jump. The it's sequel, a we, the remake we were all waiting for. Like, honestly, Dude, what the hell? And who? I don't know. Maybe I'm too young, but who the fuck is Jack Harlow? Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you mean too old? Dude. Oh, sorry. So you were too young. young. Yeah. Yes, it's too old. That in itself means that we're too old. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, I have no idea who that is. Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm just reading the prompter here. Yeah. <laughs> you put it on he here. I was doing the NBA like All Star Celebrity Game, so he apparently actually yeah. has played in those. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, yep, that'll be in. Yep, that, yeah. <laughs> that'll be once again film. Yep. Hot off the release of Death on the Nile, 20th Century Studios present, uh, President Steve Aspel has confirmed that they are de- developing a third whodunit sequel with Kenneth, I'm not going to pronounce Brenner. that name, Branner, yeah. once again attached to Star and Direct. He revealed yeah. it will likely focus on one of the lesser-known novels set in post-war Venice. Yeah, so these films have become quite popular, um, Death on the Nile and... Um, mm. Oh, I forget the one before that. It was on the train. Um, but and they have some huge casts on it. Um, so the yeah, Death of an Isle at the moment. So I think they're gonna keep that that party going and uh keep yep. keep drain generating more. So um yeah, should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But a couple of quick renewals, uh season renewals and cancellations, always uh always a big one each month. Uh the blacklist, the Netflix one that's been going for quite a while now, um, mm. renewed for season 10. Peacemaker, yeah. Um, Peacemaker, um, that uh, I think it's on Foxtel. Uh, this is the uh, the um, one that was the superhero one with John Cena. I think it was only gonna be a one season, but I think it was very popular, so it's been renewed for a second season. So that's good news. It was quite good mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't seen it. Um, Atlanta, uh, you can see that on SBN on in Australia, renewed for season four, and that will be a final season for that one. Um, 
Halo, the Paramount Plus uh, series that we will mention shortly, uh, hasn't even aired yet, I don't think. And bang, Paramount Plus has given it a second season. This is one of the video game Jeez. ones as well. Um, Euphoria, a very popular one. Also, you can see that on Foxtel in Australia, renewed for season three. Uh, I've just started that actually, not bad. Um, uh, Billions, uh, which you can see on Stan in Australia, renewed for a season seven. Uh, Reacher, the Amazon Prime uh, series, which uh, has also been renewed for a second season, which I think you said, have you watched that as well? You, Yeah, was- yeah, I have. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. bad. Like it was, yeah, it was good. I can understand yeah. why it's getting renewed. Nice. Yeah. Um, another life Netflix series has been canceled. And the big one, we mentioned this last oh, one, geez. neighbors end of an era canceled. It's done. It's like 37 years down done, but um, That's crazy, crazy. Um, they're saying just, whether or not uh, someone else will pick it up. I don't know. And they want to go out with a bang. I think they want to bring, I think we mentioned this, you know, a couple of big names back uh but yeah like kylie and stuff yeah yeah yeah. that is crazy i mean look i get it their their fan base and they're the people who watch neighbors religiously let's be honest they're starting to die you know (laughs) they're getting old (laughs) so i think you know we talk about neighbors was around when there was only four channels in australia so people actually watched it whereas now there's all the streaming channels I mean, do you know a single person who watches Neighbours anymore? <laughs> like, no, like, that's yeah. it. Well, dude, like to be honest, for many years, Australia hasn't even been their primary market. It's the UK. Yeah, that's true. So it's massive yeah. in the UK. And yeah. I think it was uh, Channel 4 or whatever in the UK who uh, weren't going to pay the rights. Yeah. That was the reason. Like no one that's gives a right. shit about it over here. It's like Foster's. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's only <laughs> had overseas. So yeah. Anyway, it's sad. It's, you know, but... End of an era. They had a good run. Hell of a they run. They did. They did. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, what is coming out this month? Movie streaming, Paul Cooks, and I'm up first on this one. Yes. Um, Joe vs. Carol on stand. So the TV dramatization of Tiger King. Exotic is played by John Cameron Mitchell and Baskin by Kate McKinnon. Um, is... Was this on Netflix too? Yeah, it was definitely on Stan. I, I swear I thought I saw it was on, on Netflix. Yeah, I looked this up and it says Stan, but yeah, I don't. Huh. I've seen it's out. It's actually out already the whole season. So I reckon yeah, it I, might be Netflix. Okay, so maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. It makes Could sense be wrong on be Netflix one. given they had the rights to the. But um, yeah, they did yeah. the doco, man. Yeah, I think I reckon it is. But okay, anyway. all right, it's out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moon Knight, speaking of uh, Marvel series, this is the latest one for Disney+. Plus. Um, this is a new character we haven't seen before. Kind of one of the, they really kind of like going into the archives of like the comic books, trying to find characters to make series on. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is played by Oscar Isaac, who's an awesome actor. So that's kind of cool. I think they're going, even by the trail, looks kind of cool. Pretty dark and all that sort of stuff. It's a weird character. So it's this guy who gets like, I don't know, he's like a, an Egyptian god kind of like, I don't know, get, goes into him or empowers him or something. So, but through it, he randomly gets like a diso- dissociative order, or I think that's how you say it, but different identities. Yeah. And one's like a cab yeah. driver where he's just driving around, getting info on the streets. One's some rich dude. I don't know how you can just get a, like, become a rich kid. Anyway. Um, and yeah, then, uh, like, this Moon Knight character that gives him special powers. And he kind of almost looks like a Batman where he kind of like runs around and jumps off buildings. But mm. um, I think they're going really heavy on the, 
uh, identity cry like crisis sort of thing like a lot darker yeah. and like he's like really struggling with that but um ethan hawk's in it as well as the villain so yeah good cast should be interesting mm. bit of a darker one i think yeah. for marvel so yeah yeah and another disney plus uh dark border chuck on there you know they've That's got it. all the some of the heavy stuff on there exactly um, yeah on netflix the adam project it's a film comedy film starring ryan reynolds Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> as he goes back in time to help his 12-year-old self save the world. Um, same director as Free Guy on this one, yes. which I haven't actually seen. Oh, yeah, I okay. To see. It's yeah. all right. Did you like, like that? Fun for like a Friday night where you just kind of want to switch off. And Ryan Reynolds is always fun. So yeah, it was all right. He is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Doesn't sound convincing. Let's be honest with you <laughs> saying that. That's no, okay. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, I reckon that's about um, a five and a half out of ten for you. <laughs> Is that what you reckon? Out of- <laughs> yeah, I reckon that's or a six at best. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. It yeah. was yeah, it was okay. It was entertaining enough. Didn't didn't play. Ryan's okay. always fine. Gonna- He's always good. Yeah, I'm not watching that anyway. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is one I think you'll be very keen on, uh, Sam's mm-hmm. right up your alley. It's called yep. Byron Bays okay. or Bose or Bays or whatever you say. Um, reality <laughs> show which explores social media stars and uh, the social media star culture, sorry, in Byron Bay, Australia, along with their careers, social lives, and love lives. So I know how much mm. you love your reality shows. So you would yep. be all, be over, all over that. One. All over it. You know me too well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> next up, Show Me the Money, which is a reality TV series. This is cool. Stan Original, yes. um, which follows behind the scenes. Look, I thought it was going to be a Jerry Maguire, but I guess that <laughs> makes sense because it is about this. So it's a Stan Original, which follows behind the scenes look at AFL clubs during the draft, trade, and off-season period, which is kind of cool. I think That's I did really... see a, a trailer to that. So yeah. it's just all the agents and the... Um, yeah. And the player managers uh, negotiating in the off season. So yeah, yeah, really the draft and free agency period. Yeah. yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, the AFL have really stepped up their game in terms of access and actually, you know, five years ago, no one had any idea what the hell was going on. No, in the AFL, no. like there was just none of it's like Locked documented down. to the public. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that no, should be very interesting, huh? Yeah. Mm. Um, mentioned it before, Halo, Paramount Plus. Uh, so there's, as we said, the video game um, series. So I think they're putting pumping a bit of money into this one, um, Paramount, as they try and build out their catalogue a bit more. Um, for those who aren't familiar with the video game, set in the 26th uh, century, where a war rages on uh, between humans and uh, a confederation of aliens known as the Covenant. So hmm. a war, futuristic one. So, yeah. Good. Good. Um, next up, Bridgerton season two on Netflix. My wife, I'm sure that sounds like something she'd watch. Absolutely. Um, I think Chloe. Is yeah, that one of those? Already, yeah, it's period piece. Bridgerton. One where... Yeah, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. <laughs> yeah. Um, next. <laughs> Star Trek Picard season two. Um, Star Trek. So, yeah, that's, uh, mm. yes, um, not bad. It's, yeah, John Luke. Yep. Anyway. Okay, cool. I know you're a tricky. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, that's me. Um, <laughs> winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, uh, which is on Binge and Foxtel. It's a series, which sounds actually pretty cool. Um, it's mm. a dramatization of how the LA Lakers became the most successful professional basketball team in the 80s. Um, it features portrayals of Jerry West, 
Magic Johnson, Kareem, Pat Riley, and Larry Bird. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The cast is pretty cool too. I mean, you've got John C. Riley, Jason Clark, Sally Field, Adrian Brody, and Jason Siegel. Haven't yeah. seen Jason Siegel in something for a while. I know. He's a talent as well. He's pretty good. Yeah, but, he's, uh, yeah. he's funny, man. Yeah. Um, so that is really cool. And is that the one that Adam McKay did? It is. And I'm not sure if this is the one that he had the falling out with Will Farrell. It was another I reckon one, it, it is. One. Yeah. I have a feeling he gave the role to John C. Riley over. Yeah. Will. Um, yeah. 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 That's that's awesome though, man. That that is yeah. I'm hanging out yeah. for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah. Uh the girl from Plainville. I'm interested to see this because there was a cool documentary about this. Essentially, I don't know if you saw it. I think it was on Netflix. I could be wrong on that one, but it is mm-hmm. essentially the true story about Michelle Carter. And she was essentially, it's it's known as the texting suicide case. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially, she was in a relationship with a guy called Conrad Roy III. And he had mm-hmm. depression and, and, yeah, wasn't in a good space. And essentially, she was, like, texting him. Yeah, like, kill uh, yourself. Yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, sort yep, of thing. Yep. Um, and she tried to say, you know, it was, I don't know, out of put, put, you know, out of love, it was just a groundbreaking yeah. case because it was sort of, mm-hmm. you know, catching up with technology and how that. So uh, it's interesting because Elle Fanning, um, who is really good, and Chloe uh, Sevigny or Seven, yeah. oh, I can't pronounce it, but she's been in of stuff as well. Great, great, <laughs> good cast. So it should be <laughs> an interesting one. I'm definitely yeah. one to look out for because it's uh, yeah, for sure. Case. I did watch yeah. that documentary, which was yeah. full on. It full was on. really good, but compelling, Probably. but. Jesus, like pretty heavy stuff. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be a good one. Yeah. Um, next up, Turning Reed, which is Disney Plus. It's an animated film. Um, Disney and Pixar are about a 13-year-old girl that turns into a giant panda whenever whenever she gets too excited. I'm not so, sure if I actually wrote that incorrectly on the run sheet. I think it's red. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's right. my bad. So it yes. says turning read on it. Does. <laughs> I'm like, because it's like a big red panda, I think it is. So yeah, that may be my my bad. But, uh, you know what? I like I your, you under the bus on that I like one. <laughs> I like the way you've written it. Let's go with turning <laughs> read. I could be right. I don't know. Look that up. Anyway. Dude, you're yeah, definitely it's, not right. It's, it's like a red <laughs> panda. It's not going to be called turning read. That doesn't even make any turning sense. <laughs> oh gosh that makes um pixar uh, that's though, good, though. That's you got me good. well done yeah. <laughs> for the I'll rest of them i just set shit. you up with just like fake ones just yeah. To- <laughs> yeah just make me look like a moron <laughs> uh, um yeah, good stuff another amazon prime film deep water um this is ben affleck and anna d armas um I meant to look this up, but I think they were actually dating previously. I think if I got this mm. right. So it's interesting. I think they're like exes now, but um, uh, the premise uh, is essentially a well, this is how it's spelled up when this is how they say it, a well-to-do husband who allows his wife to have affairs in order to avoid a divorce becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of her lovers. Mm. So interesting premise that one. That sounds, yeah, yeah, that is. got me. A- yeah. It's a cool pitch. Yeah, it is. I like it. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Mm. Um, the Boys presents Diabolical, Amazon Prime. It's an animated series. Um, it's a spin-off series from The Boys. Stars huge names, including Christian Slater. Yes. Oh. Simon Pegg, Michael Sarah, Seth Rogen, Don Cheadle, Andy Samberg. 
Um, what is that? Aquafina and also yeah. features the boys' regulars like Anthony Starr. That is a massive cast, by the way. That is, it huge. is like so. It's legit. an anthology series, so each episode is just like a single, single story sort of thing. I think they're like ah. thirty minute bangers. I think it's already out yeah, actually, yeah. but um, yeah, 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 yeah. It should be interesting. It's I don't know cool. how, like, what rating it has because obviously the boys is pretty, uh, pretty full on. Yeah. Um, also, interesting side note: you see Anthony Starr, Homelander got um in trouble for in another country i think he was um he flipped out at a waiter or something like that and they tried to arrest him and i think he's there's some loophole where you can sort of pay yourself pay your way out of it and you just got to be what? like a good behavior bond for a little bit i don't know if he was in character too much he just thought he as homelander yeah, he just he went all homelander. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, interesting well yeah. hopefully he's okay yes yes <laughs> um uh binge series a flag means death so this is a pirate themed comedy set in the year 1717 uh it follows a wealthy landowner steed bonnet who has a midlife crisis and decides to blow up his cushy life to become a pirate um hmm. which i think we've both considered doing a few times in the past yeah, yeah, but yeah. We, of course but uh it doesn't go well who would have thought and it, apparently it's based on a true story uh, which is interesting. Um, yeah. Taika Waititi directed several episodes, which is cool because he is good, but um, he's doing yeah, a lot. A he is a busy He man. is, dude. His name's popping up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It is. Um, and one of the last ones to round out The Flash, season seven on Stan. Still going. Which is a television yes. series. But it's still going strong, my man. Still going. Um, and a couple of movies to look out for this month. As you said, uh, the Batman's already came out, come out as well. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Dog, the one with Channing Tatum, it looks really shit. But uh, who knows? It could <laughs> be all right. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Did we see the preview to that at the movies the other night? <laughs> yeah, yes. I oh, yeah, it didn't. Come oh, on, Channing. Channing. I don't know what you're doing. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, might be your thing, but uh, not yep. yours, Sam and Alice. No, not me. But, um, yeah, no. <laughs> definitely not. You, listener, who is listening to this, it could be your <laughs> thing, and that's okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. So that, yeah, fair bit, fair bit going on. Um, we'll take a short break, and then, as we said, we've got a really good conversation uh, with the great Will Prescott coming up, uh, listener question, and Ghostbusters. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll be back shortly. All right. Welcome back to a Real Features podcast. I am absolutely delighted for this next part. And that is that we have a uh, special guest, Will, Will Prescott, who is uh, over in Hollywood. So he's all business. So and uh... <laughs> Because I'm in Hollywood, I'm a celebrity. That's how it works. That yeah, is yeah, that's exactly. automatic. Welcome, Will. LA Correspondence. Um, <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you very much. I don't know <clears throat> what you've told your guests and Sam, um, but you, you do know that our history is, is checkered, Cooko. It is very checkered. Because we used yeah. to be in a, a band that we we put our heart and souls into. And the oh, band's no. name was Renegade Robot Cops, oh. of, which is the best name in the world, by the way. <laughs> That's the best. And Cooko, out of nowhere, he just quit. He quit the band and... Still to this day, he kind of claims he didn't quit the band, but but you did, um, and yeah. we haven't spoken since until this day. Yeah. Um, Jeez, so I think that's where the interview really going to go. To be honest, I don't think we're going to talk about anything else other than how that's made you feel, Will. Have and you guys 
pre-planned this and it was just going to be an intervention <laughs> of it. It's, it's, been, it's been 10 years of therapy. Uh, here we are. And this is me confronting my demons. Um, I'm just relieved you're still talking to me, mate. Yeah. Oh, anyway, quickly band, moving along to your long no, list. Of- <laughs> Sorry. No, you guys were great. I, I enjoyed that band. I there were some so catchy too. tunes in there. I thought so too. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, hmm. we can we can move on. We can pretty discreet, but anyway, no. <laughs> um, no, Will, you've you've done, you've obviously been, uh, you know, doing a lot of acting and things since Renegade Robot Cops, that's for sure. So you've uh, gone on to some big things since then. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. You've got an IMDb page, so I was able to do a bit of history on you, and I kind of knew a lot of the projects you were working on and things like that. But I believe you guest appeared on Glitch. Uh, you've uh, Time Apart as well. I think it was uh, a movie. Uh, if I'm not mistaken as well, you're on. Um, You had the absolutely hilarious TCD, the Tom Cruise disorder that you Mm. wrote and uh, starred in where um, you're very good at impressions and uh, things like that as well. And you absolutely, if you haven't seen that, it is definitely worth a check out. Um, You've also been working, well, sorry, actually, first off, you're also the face of, I believe, Dare, Dare flavored milk because I see you on those ads all the time and many other ads I think yeah. uh, see you pop up yeah. all the time so I think people will be very familiar <laughs> with your face on TV and the next big thing is the series as well that you wrote and starred in I haven't seen it yet but it looks hilarious from the uh, little clips you've put up and stuff I don't know if people can if that's um, people where where people can see that and things like that but mm. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's a great rap, mate. Thanks. You make it sound like I've actually had a really good career. And today I was just thinking the opposite. So thank you for just reading a few of those things out for me. Um, The next big thing, yeah, that's a comedy series that's coming out this year. So COVID held that up quite a lot. We had one day left to shoot at the beginning of 2020. And that one day just kept getting pushed out and pushed out. And that's the story of a lot of projects, especially independent projects, which ours was. So that's finally finished being edited kind of as we speak. And anytime, yeah, I reckon probably September, I reckon that'll come out. Um, and that's probably a you know conservative estimate. It could be earlier than that. But yeah, hopefully uh, we can get a streaming deal and get something going with that. If not, you know, straight to YouTube and that'll be fine with me just to get about there. I'm really, really proud of it. So that's been um, co-created with a friend of mine, Lee Beckhurst, who's a really fantastic actor. Yes. And we've been friends for 15 years. And through Bravada Films, Dean Codrington directed that for us. So... Um, just some really great people that we got together and, and um, you know, independent projects are just passion projects, as you guys know, you know, yeah. if everyone kind of buys into it um, and, the- and puts everything in, that can be really, really fun. So that, that was a long journey, but just wrap, wrap to be finished with it, I think, and, and get it yeah. out there. And the basic yeah, plot looked- of that was pretty, that was... Um, Sorry? I think it was about a boxer, wasn't it? It looked, yeah, as, and a few... It's so- about... Yeah, it's about three hopeless guys on a talent agent's books that are all trying to become famous, but they've got no no real chance. So there's a boxer <laughs> who uh, is the most gentle guy in the world and he wants to be heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, there's a musician who he's got this, he can sing and he can play guitar, but every song he writes is an accidental plagiarism, a poor <laughs> yes, copy of a really famous song. And then yeah. there's an actor who is just overzealous, um, overexcited, and really just gets cast as an extra, but finds a way to improvise and throw lines in where he doesn't really and shouldn't really be doing so. So they've got one month to pull their act together or they're sacked. Uh, That's their journey through that month. That sounds amazing. That's pretty cool. I like it. And you're playing all those characters, aren't you? Or at least a couple of them. I'm playing two. Yeah, I'm playing the boxer 
and I'm playing the musician and yep. Lee is playing the actor, but he's also playing the best friend of the musician and the, uh, the other boxer that my character has to face. So Lee's oh. a much bigger looking guy. Um, and so he's kind of playing an ex-prison, you know, he's been in prison for manslaughter and he's come out and he's got one fight against this poor guy, Jeremy. And um, Jeremy, in my box of characters, got no hope of winning. So that's kind of the setup and the build-up. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Ah, I'm intrigued. And yeah, you can watch the trailer for that because I saw that too and it looked really good. So yeah, good thank stuff, you, man. Thank you. Yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, just search next big thing um, yeah. and Bravada Films. Uh, yeah, right, this is where kind of housed. So yeah. by all means, have, yeah, be great if you could post it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Absolutely. For sure. Done. That will happen. All right, Will Prescott. What we're going to get onto now is a very popular segment. It's the listener question. So the listener question for this week is from a lovely lady called Tracy Burke. Tracy. And Tracy. Good old Trace. And she's written, I loved Uncharted with Tom Holland. So much fun. Any recommendations on similar films? So essentially what we wanted to discuss from that is best adventure films slash series. So a couple that obviously come to mind would be Indiana Jones. I mean, that's probably mm. the one maybe. Um, mm. Tomb Raider, National Treasure, Nicolas Cage. Um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. The Mummy is another classic. Um, what else have we got in there? Fool's Gold, the McConaughey, Sahara. The Da Vinci Code. Anyway, you get the idea. But I guess for you, Will, um, you know, what jumps out as your favourite or your go-to adventure film? Yeah, I think like a lot of, you know, with the Batman coming out and people talking about what their favourite Batman is, if you look through that list, it's the same answer. It really depends what you grew up with. I reckon there's mm. a lot of people out there that are probably about 25 now that would say the National Treasure films, right? Me being 37, it's... Indiana Jones all the way. I remember being five years old and uh, a family friend put on Raiders of the Lost Ark and it was just the scene of him getting dragged along the, the dirt, mm. holding onto, holding onto the back of a car trying to get in. And it was just magic. I just thought this guy is tough. This guy's awesome. And I watched all of them after that. So I love the Indiana Jones films. I reckon they're awesome. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, look, that's very hard. It's at the top of the list for a reason. And yeah, I'm exactly the same. We're similar age and grew up on them. Harrison mm. Ford, I mean, the cast is massive, but they're just, they're so good. I mean, they're most of those, are, are they Spielberg, all of them? Or at least one yeah. of them is. Yeah, yeah. I'm all not sure them. what the shitty yes. fourth one was, but yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I think he but was, I think, it been. No, I think Spielberg directed that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but they're, they're so good. They are, um, it's hard to, I mean, the first Mummy I enjoyed, I'm not putting it anywhere in the League of Indiana Absolutely. Jones, but I enjoyed that. Um, the first Mummy was cool. There's something about yeah. someone trying to get their youth back that I always liked as a kid, like Hocus Pocus, same thing. Mm -hmm. Just something <laughs> about, you know, are they going to get young again? And yeah. I yeah. like the way he just started as that, you know, started as the Mummy and bit by bit sort of gathered his, yeah. gathered his youth together again. It was cool as yeah. a kid. Yeah. I liked that. Um, what about you, Coulson? What do you yeah, reckon? Yeah, I've seen Uncharted as well. So good call, Trace. I, it is fun. Um, and I've played the video game as well and the video game series. And yeah, it's it's essentially Indiana Jones, but on speed because it's just like crazy. <laughs> like they just, yeah, the, the dude's just like 
yeah, insanely athletic and jumping around. And it's, it's almost like a bit of fuss and furious mixed in with Indiana Jones, but it is good wow. fun. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, obviously Indiana Jones, you can't go past a lot of Tomb Raider. I mean, the movies were all right. I was certainly a big fan of um, obviously Angelina without going without saying she was very skilled in that role. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so <laughs> it's um, yeah, as Which you said, national the Angelina tri- Jolie one. Yeah. <laughs> well, have they, they really enhanced her? Alicia or whatever. In really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Posters, and she's come out, you know, not that long ago and said, you know, how opposed to that she was, but yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, it was like, well, they're not mine. You're not a name and we don't care. Um, yeah but yeah oh, that sort of stuff was going on yeah for sure um, um and the national treasures i mean yeah I, I i like them nick cage i mean they were pretty there was two of them and i think they're actually gonna do a series um not with cage and unfortunately but um yeah they were fun and even pirates yep. of the caribbean like the first one yeah. obviously sequel's not as good but i mean it's sort of yep. similar sort of treasure hunting and adventures yep. that um yeah it was kind of cool so if you liked uncharted i think there's some of the the, yeah, some, ones. Yeah. the first Pirates of the Caribbean, you're right, was a really good film. And that was, that's quite old. So that came out in, I want to say early 2000, maybe 03, yeah. I want to say. But that was a yeah, really, that was a very cool film. You notice they kind of had that um, format thread, all the fight scenes where it'd be lots of fighting with that pirates music and then they'd have a gag and then back to yep. fighting sort of just yep. like can we just talk about this so true what's your other drink of rum than me doing this and then they really just wheeled that out for the next nine films so that's right it'll be johnny depp's just half drunk you know 90 years old just still swinging that sword around with his earpiece and getting his lines fed to him those films no shit he just has them feeding it he just he doesn't learn his lines and he doesn't want to hear what other people are saying wow he can't hear the other actor and he just gets his own lines fed to him and rocks up when he feels like rocking up well, that was for the last film anyway. What they a had a level. car parked at his hotel and they would wait for the lights to come on and then they'd radio in to say he's up. Get ready. Oh, my God. Two hours, everyone on set. Yeah. And, and that's at 1 p.m. or something. Yeah. <laughs> three, 3 o'clock, it'd be like, right, we're ready to go. He's coming because he was meant to be on, you know, on set at 7. He wasn't rocking up. So everyone just that's insane. Around for hours. So they went, you know what, we just have to accept that he's the guy we need. So he gets here when he gets here. Why are we going to whack this work? So that's what they were doing. Jesus. That is crazy. That's yeah. what I do. That's the shit I mm. do. Yeah, yeah. I did that with this podcast. You guys had to wait like six <laughs> hours for me to get here. Yeah, we sent a car, but we have no idea because we're not in Hollywood. So it was just that's, hanging around. Uh, it's a long drive. Hollywood to Melbourne. Yeah. It's a fucking long drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, we've come to another very special part, Will. And it's... Name that meaningless dialogue. So this is a segment where I will I will first just read it, especially with this one, if I impersonate it, not that I have any skill in that, it will give it away. But it's just some mundane dialogue from a film that we've okay. probably just discussed. And the, the whole thing is you guess what that is. I've got to guess it. Okay. I'll yeah, you guess clear, it. I have not and been it's... briefed on this. So any idea that this is a setup where I'm going, yeah, but I really know the answers. Like, no, no, no this, it's wasn't, a... this was not on the running sheet. It's a, exactly, it's a bit of a surprise. And as you say, it's not like it. common like dialogue. It's... It is just yeah, it's not... stuff that you 
Yeah. Yeah. I like to get it really, I mean, this one's probably not as mundane, but I've had in the past, it'll be like an extra says something, you know, it'll be really pretty. (laughs) So a lot of the time the guests don't get it and that's kind of understandable. So don't beat yourself up, Will. Um, I'm not going to. Yeah, you shouldn't. (laughs) I don't think you will. Um, I think you'll sleep fine. So here we go. This is it. I'm going to read it out. More or less, I'm sorry. They got us. Give it to me one Remember more treasure time. Hunt, like can, can you, can you, can you do, <laughs> Were you trying to do an impression then? No, that's just how I talk. Do an impression. Um, yep. Do you want me to do an impression? I want you to do it as best you can exactly as the person says it. Oh, God. More or less, I'm sorry. They got us. Oh, yes. Oh, that, yeah. Is it Harris? Is it, is it Star Wars? Is it? Is it? It's Han one of the Solo? films we just discussed. It's on that list. Oh, oh okay. Oh, isn't that um that's sean connery yes yes that's right that is correct so that narrows it down so what film would that be oh no we lost will oh no he's frozen will's frozen no at a critical time (laughs) so will something just happened and you know in in a high stakes game like name that meaningless dialogue um it's not ideal but you did get it right I didn't um, think I cared about this game until I started getting the answer right and then the internet for all of us or Zoom or whatever failed and I've never been I've never been more devastated because I genuinely was getting the answer as it failed. Yeah. Um I thought you had just yeah. clocked up you just stopped because you wanted to go and Google the answer Google and then yeah. come back. <laughs> yeah. Look up what was the quote again? Uh it was well, more I think or less, you got it I'm wrong. sorry. What's I think, that? I, I actually think you might that quote might be incomplete, Ooh. isn't it? Wouldn't more be the first time the <laughs> meaningless I'm sorry. More or less, sorry, son. They got us. I'm sorry, son. Doesn't it say I'm sorry, TV. son? Yeah, the son sounds right, but I did copy sorry, that. I don't do work Ooh. for this podcast. Well, you should learn that very quickly. So <laughs> no. I copied that directly off IMDb. But you yeah. could be right because I, I, I do like the son. I think that, that proves sound- that if I'm wrong, it proves that I didn't Google it because I'm going off memory, but I can picture it in case I don't know what, what you managed to record and didn't, but I do remember they're, they're in the plane and yeah, it's Do we Sean actually Connery. say what He's, movie it was from, by the way? I think we've just assumed. It was Indiana in- Jones and the Last Crusade. Yes. That's right. Cool. Correct. Right? Correct. Ding, 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 and ding. Yep. He's, in the, he's, he's firing the gun and mm-hmm. Harrison Ford's flying yes. and he says something like, you know, what happened? Did they, did they get us? But yeah. really, it was Sean Connery that just blew that blew the hell out of the yeah. plane. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, son. They got us. They got us. It's <laughs> it's pretty good. And if you didn't get that, I was going to step up with yes. Who stepping morons like yourself should start reading books instead of burning them? <laughs> oh yeah, yes. good, good. Yes, it's actually a good question. What's your favorite Indiana Jones? Uh, of the th- well, we'll say the three because let's face it, you're not going to say the fourth one. Um, no, no, unless no, you no, might I surprise me, you might be a Shia LaBeouf fan. So I'm not. No, I think The Last Crusade. I loved that. I loved yep, again. Yep. Remember, I was talking about youth. Same sort yep. of thing. There's something mm. about that Holy Grail trying to get that, and he he can't quite reach it. But every time I watch it, I think he he's going to be able to get that cup at the end when he's reaching out to try to. And he's, he can reach it, and the same thing with Doc in the end of Back of the Future when he's like, I always think he's not going to be able to plug that cord in in time yeah. and Marty's not going to get back. 
both of those things. Yeah, the last Indiana Jones of those three, the original trilogy is uh, definitely my favourite. Yeah, uh, absolute sure. winner. And um, you won all the points on that one, Will. I know there was technical difficulty, but congratulations. Um, we're going to keep moving. We're going to keep moving to our nostalgia movie of this podcast. And that is the classic 1984. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's Ghostbusters, ladies and gentlemen. There so, you go. This is a, a big one. And I rewatched this last night. I know that's a Same. Cookson move. Cookson oh, does that, that every is. time. So it's fresh in his fresh mind. And I said, research. you know, I've got a lift. So I'm going to watch <laughs> And I did. And it's it's so good, man. Um, Paul, do you want to reel off some facts before yep. we jump in? Here we go. So Ghostbusters 1984, of course, is directed by the great uh, Ivan Reitman. Um, or Reitman? Is it Reitman? Reitman? Anyway, um, potato, potato. Um, also written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, who, of course, also starred in it, along with Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, and the great uh, Rick Moranis, who was oh. awesome in this. Um, budget was actually only 25 to 30 mil. Um, and the box office return was about three, just under 300 mil. So it was a pretty decent mm. return on, Very healthy. I think for a long time there, it was actually considered the highest, highest grossing comedy of all time, right up until home alone, 1990, uh, topped it off. So yeah, it's a big one. Will, you That's chose this film. Good film. Great yeah, one. Great eighties. Grew up. Oh, you talked about the, uh, growing up and nostalgia of the films is this was this one of those for you i'm guessing yeah it was 1984 was when i was born it's when it came out and again like a lot of these films there's something about the music like the music just grabs you it starts with that old lady the old librarian pushing that card around Mm. in the famous new york library which i went to a few years ago so that was a fun little um nostalgic trip (laughs) um to go into the library and see that opening scene um, location. And yeah, she's pushing that card around and then the, the ghost is messing up all those cards. There's cards flying everywhere. Yeah. And then she sees the ghost, but you don't see the ghost. The audience doesn't see. You just see a flash of light in her face and her going, ah! <laughs> and then that music cuts in. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. I'm in after that because then you want to see the ghost. But instead what you see is Peter Venkman being all Weinstein in his office trying to <laughs> yeah, get it, it on with that chick yeah. who's like 16 yeah. years older. He's like <laughs> zapping the other dude. <laughs> yeah, and the kid in me, because, you know, I was probably watching that since, you know, I, don't know, I was four years old or something like that, maybe earlier. I probably just watched that opening scene over and over. But I remember as a kid not really understanding why the guy, so for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, you've got, two people there that are doing a psychology test and they have to guess what shape is on the back of the cards, a girl and a guy. And the guy keeps getting all the answers right, like just randomly guessing exactly. He probably is like, you know, what's the word I'm going to tell telepathic? Yeah, yeah, telepathic. And the girl's getting them all wrong, but he keeps getting zapped, right? So it's like an electric shock test and he keeps getting shocked. And I was like, but he's getting them right. Why is he getting zapped? the, The funniest one in that, is the last one where he's getting really fed up and he's like, I'm going to leave. And he's like, I right, do one last one. He's like, I don't know, like three squiggly lines. I'm really getting lines. tired of this. And <sighs> it's actually three squiggly lines. Like yes. it's so squiggly abstract lines. that he still gets it right. And then, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, amazing opening scene. You're right. 
And a little bit of trivia. That's that lady. I recognise her. She's the um, lady out of Ace Ventura. That Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea <laughs> and rot in hell. Want a cookie, son? <laughs> Oh my god! That's right. She's got a familiar face. Maybe that's all it's from. But I feel like she was, you know, that sweet old lady in a lot of films in the eighties and nineties, right? Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to see what else she was in. Uh, That feels like that was a cuckoo job. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that's true. But I mean, other than nostalgia, I mean, what were the big things? I mean, for you, Will, with this film, like Murray's just off tapping it. yeah, it's just a really light, fun film. Yeah, really fun. It was my introduction to Bill Murray, for sure, as a kid, because I wasn't really an Animal House fan. Like, that was, you kind of th- think you needed to be a teenager to really get on board with that in the 80s. So that was, I think, a kid's introduction to Bill Murray and how fun he could be. Um, and I just, you know, yeah, Rick Moranis, same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was very 80s, yeah. 90s. If you're a kid of that era, you loved him. Honey, I Shrunk the Kid and all that, oh. kids and all that sort of stuff, you know. What else? I don't know. Something cool about it. Was something friendly about it, you know. Yep. It was yep. it was action-filled, but it was friendly and fun. And, you, you know, it was ghosts. It was a little bit scary, but you didn't go you didn't go to bed with nightmares, you know. I was yep. going to say, is it, it was the Marshmallow Man scary or was he nah. like, because- Rewatching it, it's like it's kind of creepy, but he's got such a big, happy, smiley face, yeah, and it's still kind of creepy. But when he cr- you know, climbs that thing, it's like, Whoa, this big, I don't know, yeah. it's um, very well done, but yeah. kind of yeah, creepy I as well. But not they do an you know, awesome job, yeah. you're right, of like balancing that because if yeah. they go too scary, you're right, you lose a market, you lose that, yeah. Um, younger audience. But I think they do such a good job because even that first scene with the lady, it does it kind of walks that boundary of being scary. But That's it is the scariest kind of, part of the film. Yeah, that is for sure, for sure. Yeah, but it is still yeah. um, accessible to younger people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How about all the um, memorabilia that kind of matched it as well? And there was obviously, you know, lunch boxes. I remember getting swap cards, you know, cards back mm. in high school. I still think I still got a Bill Murray one laying around somewhere oh, that I had. You were thousands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had toys and these were cool. I remember getting some for Christmas, but you'd actually, I don't know if you had these, but you would squeeze like an arm and then either their hair would shoot up or their eyes would come out or something. It was like all the <laughs> Ghostbusters and it was like, yeah, their eyes would shoot. Out. It was hilarious. That like, rings a bell. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, that rings a bell. It's all the it's market. Cool. It yeah. really helps as well as a kid. I was yeah. looking at trivia and I saw as well that, and I, I knew this, but I, I was, Eddie Murphy was originally going to be cast as Winston, uh, um, but man, wasn't that. available or something like that. And yeah. I was looking at, Paul and I were both looking at Honest Trailers. If anyone hasn't seen the Honest Trailers, just Google that into yeah. YouTube. They're heaps of fun. And the one for Ghostbusters points out that the home to video version just crops him out of as many scenes as possible. <laughs> so they actually just crop. What's the actor's name? Edson. Yeah. The guy. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah. yeah. So he played Winston, but he wasn't sort of meant, he wasn't, wasn't a big star. So they, they cut him out of all the posters. Just get rid of speaking. Yeah, it's going to be, he was going to be in the half of Sigan. Yeah, they literally cut it to half. But yeah, but yeah, yeah hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, John Belushi great. was meant to play Venkman. That's right. Yeah, so that's crazy. Some big names they had for him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you know, the blob, I hope I'm not ruining one of my trivia questions. I'm yeah. like, that's okay. The blob was a homage to Belushi. Yeah. So just oh, an eating right. machine, his homage to like 
um, Animal House. Was it Animal House where he's just eating yeah. a shitload in the cafeteria? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's really cool. That's something Aykroyd put in the script. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. And they, the artist nearly went crazy trying to get it right because they were so particular about what they wanted it to look like. Uh, and it was, there's, I was reading an article today about how it was make the nose bigger, make the nose smaller, make, put it, put ears on it. No, make the wow. ears smaller, take the ears off, put them back on, you know, not that green, less green, more green. And in the end, he just put a whole lot of cocaine all over all this different artwork that he'd done and just <laughs> put himself in a coma doing coke to the point where he was convinced that John Belushi visited him in a dream saying, oh my you know, gosh don't what? don't do drugs you're gonna die like i did and, and he woke up and he knew exactly how to do the artwork and the rest wow. is uh the rest is history that's amazing that's amazing trivia because i think based off that trivia william you will probably do very well in the actual trivia that i have set up so this okay. is the next segment we're gonna transition to which is the ghostbusters trivia it's all true or false all true okay. or false um, admittedly, I didn't read some of Cookson's notes, so I had to make some quick last-minute changes. That happens. Well, I would try to hold off uh, saying too many until you've done your section. So I'll go after yours in case I bastardize. Yeah, sure. but does, Will has this run sheet anyway, right? Yeah. So it's got all the shit written on it. So anyway, whatever. It's a cheat sheet. Let's do well, this. I didn't see any trivia questions though. Oh no! But there's just random trivia, isn't it? Yeah, Did you put sure. anyway? Whatever. We're yeah, just we jumping. You read the run sheet, guys. But anyway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. In the middle of the film's release, in order to create buzz, Ivan Reitman ran the actual Ghostbusters ad that appears in the film, but put a different hotline number so they would hear a pre-recorded message from Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. True or false? True. That is true. Correct. Yeah. How cool is that, by the way? I didn't know half of what you had said then, some of the information, but I knew that they had run that campaign yes. for the film. Yeah, which, yep. is, which is cool. We're ready to believe you. Yeah, exactly. It's very cool. Okay. The role of, well, you, this is, you literally just said this, so you're going to get this one right. The role of Peter Venkman, played by Murray, was originally intended for John Belushi. We know you know that. True, you get that one true. right. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks turned down the roles for both Venkman and Dr. Egon Spengler, played by Harold Ramis. True or false? I would say that's false. I've never heard that. Seems that is false. Old. That is mm. false. Correct. Michael really Keaton, though. Yeah. Well, Michael Keaton was considered for both roles, but turned both of them down. Funnily enough. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It would have been Keaton good, owned um, that time, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. He owned it, and then he then he kind of rebranded himself with Batman, right? Yeah. Um, yep. I, I don't know if I could see him. Which one did you say? So, Venkman and Ramesses. And... And Egon, yeah, both. Yeah. And he turned I could both see him down. As Venkman. Definitely see him as Venkman. Yeah. I don't know if I could see him as Egon. I think only Ramis could have played Egon, I feel like. Yeah, he played it so well, man. So it's well. So odd. Yeah. Um, okay. All the Ghostbusters were at least six foot tall. True or false? Mm. Mm. Well, I would say Ackroyd and Murray are about the same height, and Ramis is quite tall. I'd say false. I reckon they're shorter than six foot, those two guys. It's true. They're wow. all six foot. Yeah, okay. I would. No, but dude, I'm the same. I would have thought like Bill Murray doesn't strike me as a really tall guy, to be no. honest. Yeah, no. but that apparently that's, that's true. 
Interesting there fact. Such a weird looking fact. crew as like your traditional films, like all these really good looking and they're all kind of not your tradition. Yeah. That was the other yeah. thing about that film. Just, yeah. 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 The yeah. casting's awesome. Bill Murray yeah. is a, like a love interest in films. It's so good too. It's so creepy as well. <laughs> Dude, he is. Yeah. And yeah. how good is, I mean, we talked about Moranis, but my gosh, he's also oh. in this film. He just like, he keeps getting locked yeah. out of his apartment yeah. and trying to <laughs> So, so good. There's a really great comedian whose name escapes me, but he, which is handy, isn't it? I actually mm. follow him on Instagram too. Um, famous American comedian, maybe we'll, we'll post the name or Coco can yeah. do something there, but he, he does this whole series of impressions on stage and then, at one point, he just starts doing this face and he does it for a while. Like he does it for about 15 seconds and it's pretty funny. You're not sure what he's doing. And then he just says, I'm the key master, are you the gatekeeper? Uh, and you nice. realize that he does this spot on Moranis impression yeah. and the face leading up to it, you realize it was just dead on Moranis. Yeah. It's so good. I should find that and, and I'll tell yeah. you what it is. You can post it. It's not, it. um, yeah. uh, it's his name. Uh, the one where you Carl Dunnigan. Yeah, it's not Carl Dunnigan. No, no I don't no, think it's no, Carl Dunnigan. No, this, this is pretty old. But this does impression, um, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything um, Rick Moranis, we're happy to post. Yes. Yes. Like that's a rule that we live by. And then when did, what was his last film? He did like Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, which was a disaster. Oh, shit. And then they, he did Honey, I Shrunk Ourselves, which I didn't even know was a film until recently. Oh, wow. And that was it. And then he apparently, I think it's kind of sad, but I have a feeling I might have this incorrect, but I believe maybe his wife passed away and he quit the biz to um, raise his kids. That's what I heard. So I think he actually, yeah, just stopped taking movies. That's that's what I heard. Mm. Mm. That's, That's, true. That's true. It's really just brought down this podcast. Yeah. Really sorry, <laughs> now really... you've done. Now you've done your trivia. I can hit up some of mine in a fast round. But yeah, it's. Um... Oh, dude, I've got one more. Oh, you got one. Sorry, more. sorry. Yep, yeah, you go. Yeah. Come on, Clarkson. Bloody, take it easy. Right? Yeah. Um, Dan Aykroyd wrote the original script after living in a house that was allegedly haunted by the ghost of Janis Joplin. True or false? <laughs> I'm going to say. That that's true. It's it's, a, it's an educated guess because he's so into aliens and supernatural stuff now that I feel like it's probably true. Yeah. Uh, look, you know what? This is a bit of an asshole one because it is false, but the if premise it's not of Janis Joplin. Correct. Yeah, it's like that. it's Cass Elliott. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> because I didn't know you might have steamrolled all of these, so I just I got to get one on you. So that's just a, <laughs> an a-hole move by me. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, you got me. Um, Congratulations. Is, yeah, thank you. I, really, <laughs> <laughs> I brought up Rick Moranis's dead wife, and then I just pissed off the guest. So that's <laughs> what I generally do. <laughs> uh, Good um, one. Um, all right, Cooper. Yeah. What's this lightning all round right. setup you've got? Lightning round. Um, yeah. So um, Bill Murray. I don't know if you guys realize this, but a lot of the dialogue in this film was actually ad lib, especially Bill Murray mm. stuff. So that was quite interesting as well. Bill Murray also didn't get paid for this movie. His agreement with the deal was actually that he had, there was a side film that he had a passion project of him. That was a serious one that he wanted funding for. I think it was about 6 million. So he did that as a dramatic piece and the, apparently people just weren't ready for him doing drama. So it bombed. Um, obviously wow. he's gone on to do a successful drama one afterwards, but yeah, he sort of didn't get paid for this one. So that was interesting. Um, and this film originally was called Ghost Smashers, 
Believe it or not, that was an interesting. Which I like better. No. <laughs> Ghost smashes. Um, oh, and also the, the people it... who I think I've read this correct, but the person who wrote the song as well, like, was trying to sue them because I think I don't know if made much money off it or something like that. It was you know, it was a one hit wonder as well off that one song. Who would have thought? But um, yeah, I think he was trying <laughs> to recoup off that. So yeah, a few interesting facts. But, yeah. Good quick trivia, Cookson. Nice. Very sharp. Yeah. You watched this yesterday, Sam. Did anything stick out for you as well on this one from you? Um, look, I loved it. it just Look, I've watched it so many times. I've probably watched it not that, like, kind of half recently, but I love the little details to some of the characters. Like, as you kind of said before, like, Moranis locking himself out every time mm. is pretty awesome. <laughs> um and just uh, and the nostalgia factor, they're all smoking in scenes. Yes. My favorite, where I laughed so hard yesterday was when they I think they're in the hotel and Aykroyd is looking around with a cigarette out of his mouth. Yeah. And his reaction when he turns and goes, <gasps> like, it's the best. I laughed. I rewound it. And he has the smoke just hanging off his lip. And I, I really enjoyed that moment. I remember that. Um, I remember that. Yeah. But no, oh, it's just, it's timeless. It's such a, yeah, it's a ripper. And it's so, um, it's, it's what made, it's probably the first film that made New York feel famous to me. You know, it's such a famous city because of films like that. Like New York yeah. is a part of that film. It's a character in the film and in the second one. You know, you do want to go and visit and see all the spots that that they were in and yeah. like the library and stuff like that. Like it's, it's you can imagine that city being haunted as well. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And that was back when New York was New York. Like that's in the 80s. Yeah. So that's before yeah. it went full Disney and, Times Square and things like that too. So, yeah, mm. you're right. It's kind of it's very gritty too. It's good. Have you seen any of the remakes, the females one, and then the recent one with Paul Rudd? I think it is. Yeah. Have you seen any of those? I, I saw the female one. I didn't love that. I didn't mm. hate it like everyone hated it, but I didn't like it very much. Um, just didn't think they gelled very well as a cast. But, yeah. um, and I know I didn't see that the last one, which is. Like a sequel, right? Like it's yeah. They bring back the originals. Uh, I've definitely seen the trailers bit. a few times. Yeah, yeah it looked yeah. great. Um, I don't know why I didn't see it. I feel like it was kind of in the midst of all that COVID madness for Melbourne, and I just missed it. Um, yeah, I will see it. So you've seen it? Yeah, I did. On it, have you seen it, Sam? Or have you? No, I haven't. No. Yeah. No. It. It, it was okay. It was very much about the kids. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, kind of. You know, I think there were. Van- uh, was it Finkman, the um, Moranis? Oh, no, sorry, not Moranis. Uh, Harold Ramis is, um, is that that was his character, wasn't it? Venk- no, Venkman no. is Bill Murray. Oh, that's Bill Murray. Yeah, that's Egon right. is Egon. Ramis. Yeah, so they're they're related to him, and um, yeah, it's supposed to be yeah the kind of the kids, and then Paul Rudd is sort of like a, a teacher that's got an interest in ghosts as well and helps him out. But yeah, towards the end, the originals come back. It was okay. Um, I probably went in with higher expectations because I'd heard it was quite good. And I think if you probably go in with lower expectations, you might enjoy it more. But I, I remember watching it and kind of going, and I was even watching it with my wife, uh, Chloe, and she she was like, oh, this is very kiddie uh, sort of a film. Mm-hmm. like." So she almost dropped off it. But um, yeah, it, it was all right. But it's, I think with that sort of 80s film and even re-watching it, like it's great. But it is probably going to be hard to capture that magic again with any all the remakes they're going to keep probably trying for. But it's um, it is very eighties, and that was what was so cool about it. Whereas these days, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be hard to 
bring back. And I think that almost, yeah, that almost rounds back straight to what Will was saying originally about how it is such a good balance between, you know, a kid's film and, and, and something Mm. that's more adults and it kind of, yeah, yeah, it's very hard to achieve that balance. It's funny what you were saying about the, the original cast that they, they wouldn't get cast today. Like there's no way that's the cast for a film like that today. <laughs> so the new Ghostbusters comes out and they've got two choices, I reckon, or maybe three. Yeah. You cast, you know, a series of women. That's, that's something that happens now or, and then they can be any age, you know, size, anything doesn't matter. Or you cast a group of kids, but if you're going to cast males, it's your Chris Pratt's, you know, yeah. there's going to be a Chris Pratt and all the rock, and then there'll be like a, you know, a Danny DeVito type character in there somewhere to balance the rock out. You know, yeah. Jack Black's going to be in it. But, you know, yeah. you're going to have, you know, your, your hero and then your sort of chubby fat guy. And yeah. it's going to be balanced. The like frame. You're going to have three dad bods. So essentially Jumanji. No. Uh, yeah. Kind of like- exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that kind of that, setup. Yeah. No, you're 100% so, right, Will. Yeah. And yeah, Cookson, you're right too about how... Yeah, that casting, and you see that a lot in the older films. You're like, yeah, Bill Murray is a leading man. He's like receding hairline, just like people like that. You know, people don't rock that these days. It's like, you better get some, you get a transplant and then you get back out there kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But it's yeah. funny, like, um, uh, yeah, I feel like this is the era, you know, you look back on eras and you're not aware at the time what that era is going to be known for. I feel like this year that we're in now, like the last 10 years have been superheroes, just smashing the shit out of superheroes, right? And now we're coming into the nostalgia era. Like that's what every film so far that's kind of been a hit has played to nostalgia. You know, we've got the DC universe coming out that's playing to that. The Spider-Man film played to that. Remakes, you know, where they're, they're dipping back into the past, bringing these 80s characters back to play their roles again. Like... This is the nostalgia. It probably has for the last five years, maybe, but I feel like that's mm. what this decade will be known for. That yeah, yeah. and World War Three and coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. but mostly nostalgia. <laughs> My yeah. gosh. What a time to be alive, Will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Incredible, man. Ah, dude. Thanks so much good? for joining us yeah. tonight and, and from across the other side of the world in Hollywood land. It's amazing, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. And uh can't wait to keep listening. Yeah. yeah. Was there anything okay. before we go? Was there anything you wanted to plug? Yes. Uh, you know what? Check out my Instagram page. I've got 624 followers. I'd love to have a couple more. Um, yeah. If I get that to 626 by the end of the week, I feel like sure. I'd really be on my way to making it here. So Okay, good, good. We can do that. Check out, <laughs> check out my Instagram for no other reason other than so that I can keep you updated on, on the series, which I actually really do care about. So my Instagram yeah. is at W Prescott with two Ts. Check that out. And um yeah, check out the series, The Next Big Thing. I'd love you guys to see that sometime this year. Awesome. Awesome. We'll make sure we post that on the on this one. And uh, also, yeah, we'll share that trailer. I think that'd be a good, good idea to share that out with the team because that'll be very cool. Awesome. Good stuff, guys. Thanks William so much, Prescott, Will. what a bloody pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks boys. Guys.